we're working, we're in the lab, and um, we're going to make sure this happens as soon as possible. Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. All right, all right. We are back with another episode of the Interlab Podcast. I am your host, Ernest Silva. Excited to be joined here by my co-host of the year. That is right, Kenny Cottero. What's up, brother? <laughs> Ernest, you didn't have to give me a round of applause when I come up here. Like, I'm super stoked for you to have me on. Uh, very excited for tonight, obviously. A little bit somber given the events last night in the NFL. Um, you know, just a, a really unfortunate thing that happened on the field there and wishing him nothing but the best. Um, but really excited to get into some football. And, and I don't know what else we're talking about, honestly. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I didn't know if that was a cheer for your Andrew Tate. But speaking of Andrews, there is Andrew Con Sutton joining the Into the Lab podcast. What is up, brother? Oh, he's muted, and we haven't we even got our first mute. Yet. We got our first mute. So happy to be back. I mean, uh, yeah, first mute of the night, and we're two minutes into this. So hit the over if you're going for that. But uh, happy to be back with you guys after a week hiatus. Yeah, welcome back to the fray. We'll have updated standings throughout the week. We're still waiting to see what happens with that final game. And uh, brought to you by BCMG Blue Collar Media Group is where this podcast is being powered from. Uh, excited to have you, Coach Peanut, already in the comments. Got the blue-collar wave going. Appreciate the love, Coach Peanut. Stick around. We're going to talk some Browns in a little bit. Um, we are going to have a fun episode today. Join in-studio by in-studio producer Rachel. That is right, the ITL current leader in the finals against uh, Steve, the General Reisner. Of course, tonight's episode, as Kenny alluded to, um, definitely, definitely somber. Right, we're gonna have, as we always do, a moment of silence for Demar Hamlin, um, who suffered a very scary injury last night. So we'll take a brief pause. All right, our thoughts and prayers out to the Hamlin family and out to all of his family who had to watch and endure that. Even his brother in arms there with the football. Uh, crew with the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, very tough scene last night. Um, if you didn't know this, I'm, I, I'd be surprised if you didn't hear the news. You can go and donate to the to the cause. Uh, initially, it was like a toy drive that he does, a seasonal toy drive that he does. Um, but they did post on his uh, on his GoFundMe page today and stated that they'll be using the proceeds as well for Demar for medical funds. Um, so if you haven't seen that GoFundMe page, let me kind of give you a screenshot of, of what of what it looks like, but you can go check that out. I mean, if you look at the title of that page, um, you definitely can see what you need to search for in GoFundMe, the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. Uh, take a look at that. Uh, go donate if you want to. It was at 5.1 million as of a couple hours ago. It's now at 5.4 million. Uh, more and more people raising more awareness for uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, guys, we're not going to dissect too much of DeMar Hamlin or Monday Night Football, anything of that nature on this show. Uh, it's not the type of show, but um, it was a scary injury. And for a moment there, everything was just on pause. I don't know if you guys want to give some insight before I switch topics, but I'll give you guys the opportunity. I mean, realistically, um, 
we I always say everything is always bigger than the game. That's that's how I've always looked at sports. There's always something bigger, uh, and that it, you know they put their lives on the line every time they come out on the field, right? I mean, football is a dangerous sport. Hockey's a dangerous sport. I cover MMA for a living. It is a dangerous sport. So, with that being said, these athletes get paid a lot of money to you know provide us entertainment, and and at this point, it wasn't entertaining. It was real life. And uh, it's just it's so crazy to think that you witness something like that because these injuries can happen. I remember uh, growing up, uh, I'm a diehard hockey fan as well. Back in the early 2000s, I remember Chris Pronger taking a slap shot to the heart and he kind of did the exact same thing where he you know stood up everything was fine and then immediately collapsed and he was able to come back to hockey after you know several weeks of being away and then had a 12-year hall of fame career now i'm i'm hoping that this man gets another second chance at life here because this is clearly what he's been given and god's got a plan for him uh his vitals have been coming full circle which is thing um i mean prayers like we just gave a moment of silence i mean every prayer seems to be affected uh either yeah, I'm not really a religious person, but I do believe in God. And I'll tell you this much, that man's got plans for that kid. And uh, obviously with his vitals becoming a lot stronger and a lot better, um, you know, it's just, it's like I said, it's just so much bigger than the game. And, and I'm happy to see the output, you know, even with the GoFundMe, initially it was a toy drive for $2,500 is all he wanted to raise. And now it's at 5.4. That just tells me humanity still has a heart. So um, it just shout out to the people that continue to support this again. They're doing this for our entertainment and uh, yeah, I, I am absolutely um, a thousand percent praying for him and his family at this time. Yeah, big shout outs and prayers coming all the way from Texas as well. There's been huge support and you can put your name and send your wishes on that GoFundMe site as well. Uh, check out the family's updates on there and uh, just a a scene that none of us really want to see in any sport, in any situation in life. Um, and so that leads us to our huge shout outs segment and piece for tonight in round one. Round one news from around the league is where we're going to start things out. Huge shout out to Bills and Bengals fans alike. We heard some of the stories from inside the stadium, some of the stories after the game, what the Cincinnati Bengals did in their stadium, even throughout the day to day. Just a lot of support for the Bills organization and the families uh, in Buffalo, as well as just what was happening with the players on the field. Uh, Kenny, the question is going to be thrown out there, and I know it's the last thing people are wondering, but it's the first question we have, right, if they're going to cancel this game, and we kind of talked about it beforehand. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you answer that and what your thoughts are on how they're going to handle this situation. So first of all, they made the right decision postponing it last night. I know uh, at the Euros a couple years ago, they had the Christian Erickson incident where he like literally died on the field, and then they basically told them to go to the locker room for a little bit and then they brought them back out and it was messed up when it happened. Denmark goes on to lose the game that you could tell that they just, their hearts weren't in it. Um, They made the right decision last night. Now, as far as this game in general, I think it would be wrong to cancel it. And I don't know when it will be played, whether they have to push things back, whether they have to look at a a midweek scenario. I mean, I was hoping honestly that it would have been tomorrow, but that being said, that's that's a selfish fan because at the end of the day, you're 48 hours removed kicking off from what happened on the field. So the NFL has to make a decision. I think they're, they ultimately will decide to cancel it as unfair as it is to both of these teams because strictly talking from a football perspective, the Chiefs are the one seed in the AFC. They're now going to have a game up. They get – I don't even know who they played last week. I think they play the Raiders final week. They do. Which – I mean, they should take care of business there anyways, but regardless. So the Chiefs are basically the one seed now. And what you're telling these two teams is, okay, you guys go home. You know, you you take care of things on your end. And we'll see you guys wildcard weekend. Because both of these teams will host a playoff game. Well, I'll give them that. They get to host a, a home playoff game regardless. So it's not a woe is me like this team's on the bubble of making the playoffs end of the day you have to go out and win playoff games whether it's in your stadium or the other team stadiums so as much as it is unfair to the players there's really no time to play it that's right and you can't do it to, it would have been wrong today it would have been wrong tomorrow at the end of the day they are going to have to get on with football at some point it's just not the right time right now to do it so i think it will come down to them canceling it as much as it is tough for whoever would have won that game 
because they would have then had the opportunity to go on and and get that first round by but some things are bigger than football we talked about that at, at the onset so if this what happened last night means that these guys have to play an extra playoff game then i don't think we're going to hear players complaining about the fact that they have to uh to postpone this game or or to cancel it outright yeah, I completely agree. I think another option I would take in consideration is just putting in a tie. That skews in some percentages that if the Chiefs were to lose last week, that gives them a chance both to have the one seed if they win their game. Uh, that would be something I would maybe throw in there. It's what uh, the Commanders and Giants were running with the last three weeks before they the Commanders fell off. Um, or at that point, flip a coin. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what be what be more fair given the tie or flipping a coin. Uh, Going back to our huge shout-outs, let's run down the the, the other huge shout-out we have from the week, and that's right, Andy Dalton and the Saints defense. Huge shout-out to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, did what nobody thought could be done except for me on this show and Andrew. Actually, Andrew had that pick, too. We both had the Saints winning the game last I week. the Saints spread, at least. Like, I wasn't all in on the Eagles last week. I thought that that was a really stupid number. <laughs> I appreciate you dipping you, your toe. You, you gave a backup quarterback a full touchdown. Like, yeah. way to go. Way to go, NFL. What a great game that was for all Saints and Cowboys fans alike. Um, before we uh, talk a little bit more about the uh, ITL Listener League, um, and we honor <laughs> – maybe we won't talk about the ITL Listener League. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about – Playoff novellas. That's right. What hangs in the balance going into week 18 for the teams making it? We're going to start off in the AFC. In the AFC currently, we heard a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs right now are the one seed at 13 and three. The Buffalo Bills, 12 and three. Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals, 11 and four. And the Jacksonville Jaguars currently eight and eight at that four spot. Uh, <laughs> Andrew's hyped about that. Uh, if you go down to the wild card games, you have Los Angeles. The Chargers, that is, at 10 and 6. The Ravens at 10 and 6, which we're going to have a big game we're going to talk about on the show today. And then look out, the New England Patriots are the seventh seed in the AFC. Never would have thought that was going to happen. Kenny definitely didn't want them there. And uh, and then we have three teams vying to get in. So let's run down these matchups of 8, 9, 10, guys. In order for the Patriots to solidify that seventh seat, they're the only team. I'm sorry, they're they're one of two teams, Jacksonville and New England, who have not clinched their spot. And the reason being is because they still have matchups to be proven. So the Patriots go into week 18 needing a win to get in. They win, they're in, they control their own destiny, and they play against the Buffalo Bills. So we'll have to see what kind of game the Bills bring in a game that both teams absolutely need. And New England will be at home. The Miami Dolphins need New England to stumble on that last game and to win against the New York Jets, who have their own problems in this. Tua not playing this week, and so the Dolphins will be running with Bridgewater either hurt or even going further down the depth chart at quarterback. The Pittsburgh Steelers at nine need some help, need the Dolphins and Patriots to lose and to get their win in Week 18. And Mike Tomlin would do probably what most would deem the impossible. And then you have the Tennessee Titans at the 10 spot who only win if they win the division. And that's with an upset win over the Jacksonville Jaguars this week in a week 18 matchup. Guys, which Cinderella story in the AFC are you watching for sure this week? I'll start with you, Kenny. Um, I don't know necessarily if Buffalo if that Buffalo game matters to them, depending on how this game shakes out, because at the end of the day, the NFL gave Kansas city that Saturday night game, Kansas city goes and wins that game against the Raiders. Buffalo's not playing for anything. They've already clinched the division. What would they do? They, they could potentially move down to the three spot, which I guess you would like to host a, a divisional round playoff game. But to me, New England, it, it's theirs to lose. They get everything that they could possibly ask for in this game outside of being in Foxborough. And it's not that I didn't want New England to win. I've just been waiting for when's that statement win. And you know what? They can prove it the final week of the season. Yep. Let, let, let's say it is Buffalo. They, they end up playing the game and Buffalo has a chance at getting the one seed and they play it out. And then New England goes in and beats them after what happened in the playoffs last year between these two teams. 
that would be huge for them. All I pointed out about New England is point me to the starting quarterback that they beat that really impressed you. And I don't think that you could until this week when you could beat Josh Allen. And if you do that, New England's in a great spot. Now, Miami, you, what are you doing? I mean, okay, first of all, losing Good. a starting quarterback is never easy. So right. losing to, uh, to the concussion. And guess what? Oh, wait, they finally got it right, and they're actually going to sit him for the appropriate amount of time so he doesn't have mashed potatoes for brains in a couple of years' time. Yikes. So now they have an opportunity to beat the Jets. Uh, is Are they at home this week? They are. Yes. So you have a home game with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Go get it done. It's Mike White. You he was have bad to last week. Win. You bad. have to win this game. This is a team that started Strevler this year. They started Mike White. They started Zach Wilson. They started Joe Flacco. And they have the same, or sorry, one game back of you. That is an absolute joke if you're Miami. I don't care if you don't have two. Look at those two rosters comparatively. It should not have been close. So I said at the start of the year, I thought Miami and New England, their win total over under eight and a half. I said one of those teams is going to go over and one of those teams is going to go under. They both have an opportunity to go over this weekend. Let's see which one of them pulls it off. I think it's more likely to be Miami, depending on what happens with this Buffalo situation. But what indication is there that they can even beat the Jets? They've shown us nothing over the last couple of weeks that tells us that they can get that done. So I'm just, I'm looking at the AFC East. Everything else that happens outside of that, like everyone else needs help. So let's just see how these first, these AFC East games play out. And then we can start getting into more of the hypotheticals. Andrew, which AFC novella are you watching this weekend? Oh, I'm definitely going to be watching them. My Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they're becoming my... <laughs> Team. You guys can remember week one of this podcast. I said that Jacksonville Jaguars squad could be an interesting development with a, a healthy Travis Etienne. I said he might be good. Trevor Lawrence, another year. And they got a really good coach in Doug Peterson that came into the fold. And boy, his knowledge of working with young quarterbacks just to, continues to develop, to develop and, and continues to impress me. Honestly, if the Jags win and they're in, how does he not get considered for coach of the year? For yeah, turning yeah. He'll be a finalist to a nine-team win the next year and getting into the playoffs is insane to me. Uh, he, they've That offense has revived Evan Ingram's college career. He looks like a viable tight end again. I mean, Marvin Jones is like balling out at 33 years old, making big-time catches. It's insane. Christian Kirk, as much as we hate him, the guy's an automatic touchdown machine apparently this year. It's insane what they've been able to develop with such a weird core of players. So I'm, I'm really interested. And that defense is good in Jacksonville too. Um, they've been very, very impressive. Uh, but yeah, I agree with a lot of things that Kenny said in the other aspect. If you would have told me that the Dolphins would be on a six-game losing streak going into the playoff schedule here, I'd be flabbergasted. And I still am because you look at that roster and you're just like, holy hell, this is a good team, like a really good team. And they should be much better than New England. That's not a slight at New England. You just look at the rosters, like Kenny said, it's not even comparable. And this is the week where Tyreek, Jeff Wilson needs to be a monster in the red zone. He's got to have a huge run game. I mean, there's just so many moving parts to this. Is Skyler Thompson the quarterback? Is is Bridgewater the quarterback? If it's Thompson, then damn, dude, Mac Jones is a little bit better than Skyler Thompson. So you never know, man. This is a wild, wild shootout. But, I mean, I'll probably be zooming in on most of those games, but I'm locked in because I just want to see the Jaguars get into the playoffs. we got to give Belichick credit for the fact that he's got this <laughs> roster to where it is. Like, For sure. like, like at the end of the day, I thought that this is a seven, eight win football team and it's not an indictment on Belichick. They did lose some pieces. They still don't have great weapons. They have a lot of like, if you had to grade guys is like great, good, solid, and then bad. They have a lot of solid guys, maybe yeah. one good guy in Ramondre Stevenson. Outside of that, you look at that offense and it's just a lot of guys that on other teams are second, third, fourth, fifth options. And, you know, New England is in is in a position now where they, they can get into the playoffs. Now on the Jacksonville side, yeah, Peterson should be considered a coach of the year candidate for sure, taking them on this run. It's almost like you take away Urban Meyer and you give the number one pick a decent head coach and he starts to show why he was highly touted, as highly touted as he was. Right. He was in the 
Manning discussion Facts. coming out of college. So it's good to see him finally live up to that. I think I think the entire world wants Jacksonville to get into the playoffs. Yep. I, I, Especially I'm London. Especially London. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, because we talked Jacksonville on the Tennessee side, so they announced that they're starting Josh Dobbs. And this is not an indictment on Malik Willis. And and people will try and make it that. Like, oh, no. oh, oh Willis is Willis yeah. Willis is no good. Like, because we've seen him in three career starts. I don't think they know how to use him yet. And I think it takes a full offseason because he was never a part of their plans to begin with heading into the year. Right. Vrabel was always going to go to Ryan Tannehill. So I think, yeah, Josh Dobbs gives you the best chance to win this week. He's a veteran guy. It's a veteran game. You got Derrick Henry, you pound the rock, you make the 15 to 20 throws that you need to make in the game, and you try and dirty this thing up. You cannot get into a shootout with Jacksonville, and I don't think that Tennessee wants to. I think they want 17-14, get out of there, host a home playoff game against likely the Chargers. So I think that Tennessee has a good shot if they can muddy up the waters like that. (laughs) I just don't know. If they fall behind by a couple scores, it's over. I would I mean, love. They I would love to see to throw themselves back in. I would love to see Josh Dobbs and Geno Smith make the playoffs. Crazy, like company. just two guys oh. that never got the chance to get to see him in prime time. Uh, I'm going to say mine right now because we have a new arrival coming onto the show, and we're going to introduce him right now. And just Luke, my game to watch out of these, my AFC novella is Kenny fucking Pickett. That's right, mm. the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny fucking Pickett. That's who I'm going to be watching this weekend. They need some help. They need some teams to lose. But holy shit, do we have a storyline there. Mike Tomlin's one of my candidates for coach of the year. And I'm very excited uh, to see the future of what that's going to be in Pittsburgh. Welcome, Just Luke, to the show. What's going on, brother? What's up, fellas? Uh, It was a long day at work. So now I'm here trying to talk some sports before I crash and burn for the night. Yay! Welcome, 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 Just Luke. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that game's going to be the game to watch for the AFC. I think there's going to be a lot of high-flying physicality in that game. And who doesn't love some bashing between Steelers and Browns like an AFC matchup like we like to see over there? Just Luke, give me a 30-second take. Pittsburgh-Cleveland, is that the game to watch in the AFC? Um... Actually, it's probably going to be the Patriots game that I'm most oh. interested in seeing because <laughs> the Steelers are either a going to take care of business and lose by a field goal at the end. Some team's going to win by a field goal or the Steelers are just straight not going to take care of business, lose, and then everybody else lose like they're supposed to lose. So either way, it's probably going to end up in a nice earth-shattering loss for me because, (laughs) you know, we started off 2023 with Charlie Brown absolutely butchering a field goal for Ohio State and ruining my start of 2023. I'm sorry. Right at the buzzer, too. I know. Oof. Well, you joined just in time because we're going to talk some NFC football right now and talk about the storylines, those listening, get those sheets out. We're going to run down. The NFC standings, most have clinched a playoff berth. We're going to talk about what's hanging in the balance for this week. And the Philadelphia Eagles are barely hanging on to a 13-3 and record at the top as the one seed right now. San Francisco 49ers 12-4. and The Minnesota Vikings 12-4 and as well. Tampa Bay, they, they're going to be the four seed. They have nothing to play for this week. They will be the four seed at 8-8. Eight and eight. And the Dallas Cowboys 12-4. and uh running up the ladder 12 and four right at the five seat top of the wild card new york giants nine six and one nothing to play for this week and the seattle seahawks are hanging on to that final seven spot there in the nfc the detroit lions eight and eight green bay packers eight and eight all three of those teams eight and eight and it's going to be one hell of a weekend um guys in this situation green bay holds its fate must win against detroit detroit and green bay both eight and eight that is going to be the dog fight of dog fight it's going to be a game to watch it's going to be passion against passion and then of course the seattle seahawks have their business to take care of as well this week um we all know what's hanging the balance and what we really want to talk about it's the fact that the dallas cowboys can still win the division this week 
with some giant help. The Giants take on the Eagles. Giants have nothing to play for. Will the backups prevail over Jalen Hurts, or will the Cowboys remain the top the top wild card spot? Uh, guys, where are you guys watching this week? Are you watching any NFC games? Does it matter? I'll start this one off with you, Andrew. Yeah, I'm going to be watching the right Green Bay game. I mean, I don't – honestly, what I see out of Seattle, the stipulation I do believe is if Seattle loses, Detroit wins there in Green – and that, like, that last Sunday night game is like whoever wins that game, right? Correct? That's correct. Yeah. So here's how I look at it. Aaron Rodgers is playing the best football he's played in a long time. I will give Aaron Rodgers a ton of props. That guy has had to go through the ringer this year uh, in regards to what the Green Bay Packers actually are. Um, and it streams line through him, man. He's he's unbelievable down the stretch. It's just been crazy to watch him go off. And uh, he beat us, and that's where it kind of turned, to be honest with you. But those Detroit Lions, man, I have been saying it, again, just like the Jacksonville Jaguars, this team will surprise people, and my God, have they ever. Jared Goff is making Saint, or the Rams forget that they gave up on him way too early. Jared Goff has been lights out this year. 4,000 passing yards for the first time in his career. Unbelievable. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are a force back there now that they're both healthy. Amon St. Brown is a top five, top five wide receiver in the league this year. Unbelievable in the clutch. Just saying. Unbelievable in the clutch. Dan Campbell is also a coach that gets you there. That defense sucks. It's not great. But Green Bay's defense has also been super, super suspect at times this year. So I'm going to be watching that game. I'm tuning in. The Cowboys, yeah, we'll probably win that game. The Commanders have zero to play for. I'm not even sure if either Heineke or Wentz starts that game. That game's a wash. Uh, I mean, the Giants aren't going to do us any favors. Why the fuck would they? After we put up 40 against them, there's no way they're going to do us any favors and start all their starters for the whole game. Who knows? I don't know. But I think that that's going to be a dog walk for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, I, I, we're going to play Tom Brady. It's going to suck. There's our first take. So the game he's watching is Green Bay Detroit. Kenny. So, first of all, <laughs> the Rams aren't too upset about the golf situation because they, they won a Super Bowl last year with Matt Stafford. I you, win a, you win a ring and everything's fine. Like, True. at the end of the day, unless Detroit gets a ring with Jared Goff. That would be interesting, though, if they did. It would be interesting. Um, second of all, the Giants have nothing to play for. I'd be absolutely shocked if they have any starters out there this week. That's why I didn't like the whole hyping up the, the Dallas for the one seed take still, because unless Hertz doesn't go and we get Minshew versus insert QB2 here, um, then I think that we're in a tough situation there. Dallas should take care of the commanders. Might even see Sam Howell this week. Who knows? Who cares? Carson Wentz stinks. They should have started Heineke last week, and they decided not to. That being said, with all of that, I want you guys to close your eyes for a second. The 8-8 eight eight Packers versus the 8-8 eight eight Lions for the 7 seed. Rodgers is down 24-20 on the 5-yard <laughs> line. 8 seconds left. Drops back to pass. Scrambles left. And runs it in himself. Drops the WWE belt, Selly. Loses 35-10 to 10 to San Francisco wildcard week. <laughs> <laughs> that was tweeted by Competitive Hedge on December 19th. I like that take, Competitive Hedge. Well done. Well done, Competitive Hedge. And here we are, 8-8. Eight and eight. There's 8-8 eight and eight with playoffs on the line in Lambeau Field. I think everyone wants Rodgers to lose. People hate Aaron Rodgers. If you're not a Green Bay fan, you got to respect his talent, but they hate the human being. And so everyone and their mom is going to be on the Lions to win this week. Give me a hell yeah! Now, do I see them marching into Green Bay, a team that they beat 15 to 9 earlier in the year when Rodgers threw three interceptions in that game, could not have played worse in that first meeting against the Lions? And do I see them marching into Lambo with how they're playing and winning that game? No. But it's the NFL, and the NFL doesn't make sense. So it they have a shot that they're in the they're in this spot. Detroit's over-under win total this year was six and a half. I said, hammer the over. They're going to be a seven, eight-win football team. They've got the opportunity to be nine. I just think it's going to be eight. I'll tune into Green Bay. 
might put on Dallas, but I should probably do more productive things than watch them play Carson Wentz, Sam Howell, Taylor Heineke. They might throw Ron Rivera out there for a QB sneak. Who knows? But that's the only game that matters to me. Seattle should take care of business. They should. But they haven't been great the last number of weeks. Luke, who's your NFC playoff novella? What is a novella? A soap opera. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I was just so disappointed in the Panthers last week. Oh, me too. I know, man. Like, so pissed. My game. Like so you had, you I had them. Like you, you had them. <laughs> like this is what you needed to do, and then you just sh- hit the bed. Vintage Mike Evans shows up for one the week. Audacity for Mike Evans, the guy that I've done nothing but support in the <laughs> NFL for the last nine years. I have his jersey hanging in my basement. He is one of only three wide receivers to have nine straight years of a thousand plus receiving yards. And he dunks on me in my own fantasy final with 48.7 points bad. for me to lose big time. Not impressed. That's a and also for you. Jacoby Myers dunking on me as well. Thanks, pal. <laughs> oh, Luke, who's your game? Who's your game? Uh, so I'm looking at the like if it the playoffs started today, it would be the Seahawks at the 49ers, Giants, Vikings, Cowboys, Buccaneers. Hate that. Not good. Not, <laughs> not good. good. Not good. Um, I'm gonna go no with problem Kenny with that. here because I fully believe it's rigged now, so the Packers have to win. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna shatter everyone's hearts everyone um, wants it to be dan campbell <laughs> i'm i'm fully just in on the nfl rigging at this point <laughs> okay so first off we need to put some respect on tyrod taylor's name okay who tyrod taylor will lead the new york football giants that to a victory normally yet after that doctor in la he's normal He's normal. He's gonna run Jeez. the hell out of that Giants offense and great payout after that one. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Kenny Cottero will send me a, a a DM, a Twitter DM at 4:50 Central Time, beginning of the third quarter when New York's up 17-14, and say, "Have you had your fun? It's over." And I'm gonna say yes, and they're gonna lose 35-17. But for one <laughs> half, I'm gonna feel very good that the Giants are super inspiring. It's gonna be like 14-10, and like Minshew will have two picks, and yeah. then suddenly Boston Scott will score three touchdowns yeah, that's, in the second that's... half, and will be like, oh, "All right, cool." It's absolutely it's happening. And then on top of that, everybody's gonna be parlaying Cowboys spread picks, and when the Cowboys see that the Eagles are up 35-17, they're benching everybody at the beginning of the fourth, and the the Commanders are gonna win that damn game. And then everybody's gonna be pissed off at Vegas. Pissed off at the Cowboys. We go in as the hated, the hated team again, and and that's just how it's gonna work. But um, by either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. God damn it, dude! Yeah. Yeah, there's no other, there's no other answer here besides Green Bay, Detroit. I think that's the game to watch. Seattle should take care of business. If they don't, that's that's crazy talk. That's just crazy. And actually, think about actually, this. Green Green Bay doesn't even need Seattle to lose. Nope. So it's really it's a really Green Bay's to lose. Green Bay has the the tiebreaker. So uh but, Seattle but, but needs one help. One thing that we haven't mentioned is this second and third seed situation. Because yeah. what have you got? Minnesota's going to play Chicago in Chicago. San Fran's going to play Arizona at home. <laughs> if you are the two, do you kind of not want to be the three? Well, I just I don't I don't think the Bears like like, like like I know that they're not going to think that way going into the game. Like, hey, we want to lose because we want to play the Giants. Whoa, but ideally, just... you want the Giants and not Aaron Rodgers, right? That's true. I was about to say Saquon, A Rod, Saquon, A Rod. A Rod. The Bears, the Bears aren't going to want to win. Like they want to stay at the number. And two neither will Arizona. They're both going to be tanking. They're both. Like, no matter what, Cliff's they... getting fired, so they're not playing for anything. That's... Yeah. They're going to roll out Trace McSorley again. Hey, throw it on a dime, brother. Who, who almost upset we've, Atlanta last week. We've got to get out of round one, but I'm going to tell you right now, we mentioned the Buccaneers a couple of times. What was that? A fraud! <laughs> Fuck the Buccaneers. That's what I have to say about that. That's the end of round one. We're going to end off there. Uh, have you heard about... The BCMG stream team. The stream team has wonderful stream team members across Twitch and Facebook gaming. Take a look at what they bring to the table with this short clip.
the hill. Gonna go fetch Jack in his little pill. Jack feeling down and that's pretty bad. Let's go. Oh, yo, clip that. Clip that headshot. Ah, a pistol. What? The <laughs> okay, that ain't count. Oh, let's go, baby. Clutch it up. Yeah, I like it. What? No way. Did that precision just kill me? Let's go. Papa with the clutch kill at the end. Let's go. Ooh, I missed. That was bad. Got him. Nice. Man, I'm going to go steal their shit. Uh, that is definitely orange. green. You're dumb and it's orange. Uh, we're both wrong, Red. <laughs> I could get that solo if I tried it a couple times, but we'll, we'll come back to it. I'm fucking dick right now. Holy shit. Like, I fucking suck right now. Yeah, I can tell. Round two Weekly Pick'em and Game Outlooks. No, we're trying to avoid a two hour show here, Kenny. So we're gonna go we're gonna go right into round two pick'em. That's right. Prime time pick. <laughs> we have clamoring happening. Yeah, clamoring. They paid heavy tickets to sit in the studio today. Uh, and we alluded to it earlier. Our primetime picks are not going to be anything biased whatsoever. We're going to start off with the Saturday game. Saturday day game, Raiders versus Chiefs in a game in which one team or both teams don't really need this game, depending on how this week turns out. Chiefs, seven and a half point favorites. We choose it because it's primetime, not because we have to. All right, guys. Chiefs are playing on the road. Raiders don't really have anything to play for. A couple of them are on contract years. Do you see anything crazy happening with this game? I'll go around the room for this. We'll start off with you, Andrew. These two teams always match up strong, but the Chiefs will win this game. And so, yeah, I'll go even past a half, to be honest with you. You're taking full spread on this game? Full spread. Full spread. Andrew starting us off hot with a hot take. Here we go. Luke, who do you have in this game? Allison Cooch's husband gets a sack for the first time being on the Raiders. And then they lose 35 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Some strong early Raider development, and the Chiefs win by a landslide. We have two big picks, spread picks for the parlay. <laughs> Over to Kenny. Kenny Cottero, who do you have in this game? Traffic. Um, Lions already move in Kansas City's way. It's probably going to move to nine, might even hit double digits by the time kickoff happens. So I'm not going to bet it now. I will take the Chiefs' money line on the show. Let, let, let me get to that nine-and-a-half number, and then I'll hammer the Raiders spread. Good pick. We have Chiefs' money line currently going for the group. We'll talk about flexing down in just a moment. I'm taking Chiefs also in this game to win at money line. That's right. Put those fingers in the air and wave them like you just don't care. That's a BCMG guarantee. The first one here on the first... <laughs> BCMG guarantee Chiefs money line. Do we want to move that line to a smaller spread? No. We're sticking money line. We are going to go Kansas City Chiefs money line. Kenny, keeping track of picks. Kenny Cotterow, you can catch him on the Competitive Hedge podcast every morning on your way to work. Let's yeah, move I'm on. Definitely hammering minus 350s in the morning. Hey, we've done worse. We've done worse on this show. Bet your mortgage and win a small dog house. $40. Saturday night game, the game to watch for most people on this show, Jaguars versus Titans, in which they get the Sunday off because they wasted all their energy Saturday night. Jaguars, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the visiting backup quarterback and the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry is playing in this game. I'll start this one off with you, Kenny Cotterow. Jimmy Titans, money line. Titans money line with the early upset pick here on ITL. Most of you are clamoring. What? 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 That's right. Kenny goes upset early. Luke. More, more accurately, this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jags win. Titans cover. Jags win. We got a Jag in the side. We are split on the panel so far. Andrew, I know where you're going with this. Who you got? 
Jags win. Titans will they'll cover though. <laughs> Anything. I'm watching you over there. I'm watching you. All right. I am taking Jags to win this game. Money line, not cover as well. I think Trevor Lawrence's game to lose. Um, I trust the Jags more at home than I do Derrick Henry on the road. It could be wrong. Like I said, I'd love to see uh, a quarterback like Johnson be in the playoffs. I'd like to see Tennessee defend home field. I don't know. I'm, I'm with Jacksonville, though. I love the train. I'm going on the Jacksonville train. And with that, we do not add to the BCMG parlay, and it takes us to the Sunday choice noon game as we had so many we are going Steelers versus Browns Steelers two and a half point favorites at home against the Browns it is for you Luke tell me who you got <laughs> that a serious question I have to ask <laughs> Steelers by a millie Steelers by a milli. He's taking Steelers minus two and a half. I am also taking Steelers minus two and a half. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure, win this game, and see what happens. Kenny. So I've become so great at Pick'em that I've decided to use my evil powers this year by helping Luke. And so I'm taking Brown's money line. <laughs> that is the that is the pick I thought you had. I already had that penciled in. Andrew. Oh, man. Here, here it is. I, I said a couple of weeks ago that if, if George Pickens had more over under than five touchdowns on the year, I would get his jersey. So now I have to order a jersey. So that's always great. Uh, that when I go see my boy Luke. Uh, nonetheless, yeah, I'm taking the Steelers, man. I'm going to roll with that uh, spread, too. Steelers with the spread is Andrew's pick on this. We are not adding it to the parlay. We have three to one Steelers. Although, do we want to audible this, Kenny, on yourself? No. All right, he's sticking with the jinx. That takes us to our fourth primetime game. Only one pick on the parlay, very different than last week. But, of course, we definitely have to roll the clip for this one. Sunday's game of the week. Dallas Cowboys minus five and a half versus the Washington Commanders. That's right. Primetime spot on all your Fox channels. Cowboys versus Commanders. Uh, it's the Dallas Cowboys for me. Money line, though. This is definitely going to be up in the air depending on the Philadelphia game. I just talked about it. If they're entering the fourth quarter and there really is no chance for the Giants to win, no Cowboys starters are in the game or even sniffing the field. The helmets are taken away. Michael will be jumping up and down trying to play. There'll be turmoil. Dallas Cowboys will win the game. I'm taking a money line. Cooper Rush is a fine quarterback. He's a great quarterback. It'll be a fine game for him. Cowboys money line. All right, Andrew, tell me who you got. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys will win this game, but I think a lot of the, the spread would really depend on how they see that Eagles game going. So, uh, yeah, give me the Cowboys to win money line. Kenny. Dallas alt spread minus 13 and a half because Cooper Rush is still better than any quarterback they have in that goddamn building. Hey, remember that time Nick Sirianni said, how about them Cowboys? Fucking shouldn't have done that, buddy, shouldn't you? That's right, that's right. We have three Dallas money lines and one giant spread pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes over to Luke. Luke, who do you have in this game? Who, me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just kidding, Luke. Go ahead. Yeah, not, not. Ron Bear's team. I'll go with <laughs> the other team. Did you see that Ron didn't know that they got eliminated? Oh my god, dude. What I didn't a... see it. I didn't see that. <laughs> they legitimately a... said, like, so like, did you We're know eliminated. that you could have got eliminated this week? He's like, huh? They're like, yeah, like well, he honestly be eliminated. He was like, honestly, oh. he he deserved it after calling people into his office like an asshole and telling them he got they got to the Pro Bowl and made it seem like they were getting cut. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so he deserves it. Also, that's what you get for getting Tuddy the mascot. Can we also talk about that train wreck? Oh, I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah, well, Tuddy the mascot. The mascot. Bad. That's bad. Ugh. Dallas Cowboys money line to the spread. There you we go. So if he's Tuddy, does he just like not show up for their home games? No, he just doesn't cross the white line. Many Tuddies this year. Picky's the one. I did. I did see a really good uh, TikTok where the guy says, "Did you leave this 
inside our baby's crib and it's a Dak Prescott shirt. Say it's a choking hazard. I thought that was the funniest thing. That is funny. <laughs> and that true funny. when we lose in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Our Sunday sideshow, which nobody should be watching, but probably will be on some people's screens. Eagles versus Giants. Eagles minus 14 versus the New York Giants in a game where Vegas might know something we don't. Uh, maybe Tyrod Taylor isn't playing. Uh, anybody want to take Giants plus 14? Yeah. yeah. That's a <laughs> David? No, I, no, I would truthfully take Eagles minus 17 this week. Wow. I mean, Dable straight up said that all his starters are playing, so I don't know where we're getting I this. Did, I did. I heard that, too. I heard so, it, too. I, I mean, they'll probably play the first half, and if they're in the lead, then maybe he keeps them in there. Who knows, man? The Giants still aren't that great. So The we'll, Eagles are going to win by 11. Okay. The league will win by 7. I'll go 7 win by 17. Full touch. I've got I've got Giants money line for this game. I am going to go full force into <laughs> the mean, Dallas Cowboys that. going to the top here. <laughs> Plus six. I am taking Giants money line and Gardner Minshew plays because Jalen Hurts gets hurt again in the first quarter. Boy, oh, you're wishing an injury. That's I'm not yeah. wishing the injury. I'm telling you how it's going to wow. be. Wow, Ernest canceled. Definitely, Kiriani couldn't happen to a better guy. That's right. That's right. What? Yeah, that's what definitely is going to happen. All right, then we move on to our fire round picks. Before we go to the fire round picks, have you heard of BCMG's Better Together? It's a uh, saying that we do because <laughs> <laughs> because we like to not cancel each other, um, but we like to support each other because we're family on this network. So uh, definitely uh, roll this clip so everybody can watch the Better Together video without Kenny in it. Thanks, Kenny. Happy Thursday, y'all. Happy Thursday. I'm your host, Andrew Kahn. This is the Boomtown Pod. No! No! Add into the lap pod is where you're watching today's stream. Oh! Stuck him! It is Blue Collar Game Day. I am your host. to episode 277 of the official butthole podcast better together better together we're better together better together better together round three what's cooking in the lab BCMG's better together. We appreciate all y'all's support as we go into our fire round picks. And if you know what the fire round pick is, then you already know you're about to hear that sound. Fire round pick them. That is right. Got the musical instrument out of the way. We're going to go straight into it. Colts versus Texans in the game. Neither of them want to lose. It's also been deemed ITL's official. That is right. It is the snoozer of the week. Take a start us, Kenny. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we want to take a guess on what the lowest price ticket is? Seven dollars. Oh, that's a good guess. I'm gonna guess five. No, I think you I think they'd charge you eight bucks to get in. Fifteen dollars. That's actually, actually high. That's All right. Actually yeah, high. So I win because I price is right at you idiots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> price is right, bitch. Uh, <laughs> can I pick neither? I'm picking a tie this week. Get Kenny's going tie this week, so he's gonna take the automatic L. Go ahead, Andrew. Uh, I just know that the Texans are going to fuck the dog on this one somehow. But the Colts are so good at giving up second-half leads, dude. It's amazing. Um, oh, shit. I'm going to go with the Texans. Luke. Texans. First yeah, time I- 
the year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the this year. I'm taking the Texans to win this one as well. Um, I think I think the Texans play out and and win this one like they're not supposed to. And yeah, they're gonna have a giraffe fight. Him and Matt Ryan right yeah. in the middle of the field. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, that takes us to Bears Vikings. Vikings five and a half point favorites on the road. Vikings. Anybody taking the Bears? Also, congratulations, Matt Ryan, on a pretty average career, twenty-eight to three. Next, the Bears, thirty-three wow. to. Whatever. Are you really? Are you really taking the Bears? Yeah. No. <laughs> Is this the jinx thing, or you really think they're going to win? No, I, I think that honestly, Minnesota doesn't want to win. Okay. All I right. Think, I think they want to remain the three. They want to play want the, the Giants. Give me the Giants. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play Aaron Rodgers. I don't want Aaron after what he just did to me. Fact. <laughs> I, I think that you have to go in and win in Chicago in a game that you don't really need. I think they're focusing on playoffs. Perfect. There we go. Falcons versus Bucks. Falcons four-point favorites at home. Buccaneers backups all the way is what this game is reading to me. Uh, Andrew, we start with you. God, is it bad that I say I want to take the Bucks still, even though they're pulling their backups? Atlanta's so bad, dude. Um, gosh, give me the Falcons. Falcons are the first pick. I'm picking Atlanta to win this game and probably win it easily by nine at least. Luke? Uh, Bucks. Luke's taking the Bucks. You're going to roll with it. I mean, they've rested all year, so what's the point of resting now? That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Kenny? Uh, Kyle Trask, first career win. Give me the Bucks. All right, two Bucks picks, two Falcons picks. And Mariota, I would take the Falcons for sure. And do you want to your pick? Actually, bad. No. Do I want my pick? Yeah. Are you no. gonna roll? I'm gonna roll He's rolling. All right. Commanders versus. Nope, that's definitely not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not right. We, we, we've had both of those teams just not together. <laughs> that, that is that is very true. Uh, who do the Commanders play this week? Dallas yeah. and the Browns play Pittsburgh. No idea what that's doing. Let's move on. Dolphins versus Jets. Dolphins one-point favorites versus the Jets. Uh, starts one off with Kenny. <laughs> the Dolphins are going to screw it up. Give me the Jets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Taking the Jets on <laughs> in a decisive game, Andrew. This one's been fun. Uh, not the quarterback named Mike White. Give me the Dolphins. I am taking the Dolphins to win this game as well. I think they put pressure and and Patriots have to win. Luke, I have to go with the Jets. So the Jets. <laughs> we are split on this game as well. This is not a good parlay whatsoever. For <laughs> like, I haven't even been tracking for like the last. Honestly, I think we only have. Two games. I think we oh, only okay. have That's Dallas and Kansas City, so it's not nothing yet to catch up on. Uh, let's let's move on to the next game: Saints versus Panthers. Saints three and a half point favorites at home against the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Who you got, Luke? Um, blah, 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 blah. Taysom Hill throws a touchdown pass and loses thirty to ten. <laughs> So he's got he's got Panthers in this game, Andrew. Um, damn, this is Sam Darnold's career game. So I'm gonna go with the Panthers because this is the only way he stays in the NFL as a number one. So there we go, three Panthers picks. As I'm taking Carolina to win this game, Foreman shows out in this game. He usually has a bad game, a good game, a bad game, a good game. His last game was a terrible game. This is the Deontay Foreman playout game, so he gets signed somewhere else. Kenny. Uh, give me the Panthers. Panthers, add that to the BCMG guarantee parlay. That is right, our third game. Carolina Panthers. Mon- the other two, I haven't been adding them. Dallas Cal- and Kansas City. Kansas City. Yikes. Dallas All right. money line. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about a game that's probably going to be conflicting. Bills minus seven and a half versus the New England Patriots. The Patriots need this game. Visit Buffalo. Bills. Possibly in this game, depending on the week. Very hard to predict. That's why we call it way too early pick them. Uh, I'll start this one off for us. I'm taking New England in this game. I think New England wins this game, gets into the playoffs. We see Belichick get the storyline. They, they're going to go into the playoffs. And they may end up playing the Bills first round. Crazy. Like that, that may end up being, this may be end up being like the Dallas-Philly situation back in 17. So I'm going to take New England to win this game. 
if they end up being the first round pick, Buffalo by a million in that game. But I think New England plays out, shows out, makes the playoffs for Bill. Andrew. I'm so split on this just because of everything that's going on with the Bills organization at the moment. I don't know if they really want to play football. Um, and that's a quick turnaround, too. And the Patriots need to win this game or they're toast. So I like Bill against the wall, man. He's he's that guy. I took the Patriots last week. I'm going to roll with him again this week. There we go. Two New England picks. Luke. I need Buffalo to win. You do need so, Buffalo to win. Buffalo. <laughs> he is going Buffalo. I like that. I like that attitude, Luke. That's exactly why I got the Giants winning. Kenny. <laughs> That's not why. Getting <laughs> <laughs> medicated. Um, give me the Bills money. <laughs> he's he's taking Bills. So you're not even that confident to take the Bills spread. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm staying away from any sort of uh, slander of the Bills right now. Okay, so, okay. Or the Patriots. That's fine. That's fine. Let's move on to another team that's going to probably have a lot on their mind. Cincinnati. Uh, the producers roll in. Cincinnati minus seven versus the Ravens. Cincinnati at home. Uh, I'll start this one off with you, Kenny. Uh, Bengals. Is Lamar even playing? I, I, think... I have not confirmed that yet, which means his first game would be a playoff game, which would be nuts. So, yeah. so Lamar's 100% holding out because they haven't paid him yet, and he's a Probably. very smart man. Yeah. Why, you, have no, you have nothing else to gain with the Baltimore Ravens. You couldn't pay me in the offseason. We'll see what Tyler Huntley looks come playoff time. It's going to be not good. So your pick is... Bengals. <laughs> I told you the Bengals. All right, uh, Andrew, who you got? Yeah, I mean, Mars playing game quite well, right? Um, I hear the thing Kenny said. Why? Why would you want to, you know, risk it and then you know make the playoffs? But uh, the Bengals looked really. All things aside of that game on on uh, yesterday, the Bengals did look good. So give me the Bengals to win that game. All right, Luke. I don't pick rat birds. It's where's, the, where's the bird sound at? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. There it is. I don't pick rat birds, Bengals. All right, that's a Bengals money line pick added to the BCMG parlay. Wave those fingers in the air and wave them like you just don't care. That is right. BCMG guarantee fourth team added to the parlay, this ever-growing parlay. This We're making great. like... Right now. I, I think we've made like two bucks actually <laughs> Niners versus Cardinals in a game in which everything rides on the line for the number one seed Niners 14 point favorites against whoever the Cardinals put on the field I'll start this one off with Luke <laughs> the Niners win but they don't cover 14, 14. Oh, way too lord yeah, that's I mean the Arizona is going to play just because JJ Watts retiring so they'll play good I feel that. I feel that. Andrew. Yeah, no DeAndre Hopkins is going to make for a long night for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think the the Niners win it, but they're going to win by 21, man. This isn't going to be – this is going to be a blowout. Any? 42 to 10 Niners. Thank you. 23-20 Cardinals in a game that was for J.J. Watt and everything about it, the Cardinals show out, and the Dallas Cowboys are the number one seed in the NFC come Sunday. That is right. Ernest, I, I want you to just parlay Cardinals and <laughs> Giants money line. That's all I am. Need. I'm going to put a full Dallas one seed parlay and watch that ride this weekend. If You're that happens, it. then you can fly us out for the retreat next year. You bet. We'll see you there. Deal, deal, deal. Okay. Let's move on to reality. Seahawks minus six and a half versus the Los Angeles Rams in a game that the Seahawks absolutely need every point in this game to stay alive. Kenny. Rams. Oh my gosh. Rams money line seals the deal. Andrew. Rams, baby. Fuck the Seahawks. Wow. Wow. Luke. Hawks. Seahawks are my choice as well. Split on this panel decision as we move on to probably our game of the week. That is right. Packers versus Lions. So Saturday night is a fantastic game between the Jags and the Titans. Packers-Lions Sunday night game. Everybody will be watching. Enjoy your days and watch football at night. Packers minus four and a half at home versus the Lions. 
I'll go around the room starting with Luke. Luke, who do you have in this game? I'm drinking Packer Kool-Aid. Packers. Packers are the first pick here on ITLs for the game of the week. Go ahead and go over to Andrew. Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. I thought this was going to be split. Detroit is Andrew's pick. Kenny. Lions plus four and a half because the Packers win on the money line, baby. Oh, my gosh. I've got Packers money line as well. That's an ITL override on top of it. We're adding Green Bay money line to the parlay. That's a BCMG guarantee. They override kind audible. Of juice those minus two. Yeah, juicing those together. That's right. I figured out what game we were missing, and it's the a game. Chargers, every, Broncos. Yeah, it's the game everybody forgot about. Chargers, Broncos, in which nobody Chargers, will be money watching. Chargers money line. Can we just plug that in? Yeah, is every, I don't think anybody 9, is. I think anybody is taking Denver to win also, this game. Also, Russell they? looked good last week. Yeah, because they had to finally throw more touchdowns and toilets. Okay, he's That's, got it. It's true. It. This is true. He he also dumped two hundred and fifty pounds in Nathaniel Hackett, so that was huge. That's a big one right there in his toilets. Yeah. He, I, I don't. <laughs> but last game he literally called all. Although Herbert home. probably won't play. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think that matters. I don't know if Russell Wilson plays. They have Chase Daniel. Yeah, that's the backup. Eckler won't play either. I'm sure the vets won't play either. I'm that guy made his living, Christ. Yeah, that's very true. The McCown living. He's been doing the McCown living. Guys, that is our pick for tonight. We've hit the hour mark. Kenny, what does our BCMG guarantee get us? Okay, so I've actually put together two parlays tonight. First one is the show one, which we just did. Okay. Just plus 1420. That's not, not crazy. That's not crazy. I also put together a little six-teamer of my own. No, oh, that's great. Can you catch it on the Competitive Hedge podcast on Wednesday morning? No, no, I'd never oh. put this out on my oh, own. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Titans money line, Bears money line, Jets money line, Bucks money line, Panthers money line, Rams money line. That is $10 to win five grand. That's awesome. I can't wait to show you guys what my big hit will be this weekend when I parlay the Dallas one seed parlay all together. If, if I, I hit that parlay, I'll, I'll head down to I'll head down for the. BC. We're gonna hold you. We're gonna hold you to that. We're gonna hold you to that. Kenny in Houston, right. come this August. Very excited. The ITL Hoopathon will be in Houston, Texas. That's a major announcement. We're gonna be heading back down to Texas. Hope to see everybody there. Start planning out getting our BCMG members down here and supporting four different organizations in Texas and their young basketball organizations. With all that being said, I'm glad everybody is safe and sound from the holiday season. But just Luke, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KingofHearts82. Um, just a couple final reminders, guys. Remember, always just go to Google if you're feeling down. Go to Google, type in 811 for the suicide hotline. There's all kinds of links and ways to talk to somebody uh, we definitely don't want to start the year off with um losing a friend losing a family member um jeremy renner was in a really bad accident i don't know if you Ooh. guys saw that yeah. um there was a motocross athlete that passed away i do believe so we're not block. starting off the year ken block that's who it was thank you andrew um obviously some freak things do happen, but if we can control one suicide a day, that's that's a huge, huge progress and huge towards quality of life around here. So always check on your friends. Um, prayers up for Damar and uh, see you next week. We will see you next week. Thank you, Just Luke, Andrew, Con Sutton. Tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you bet. You can find me at the Boomtown Pod on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, we're going to actually be getting back into the full gear of swing of things uh, now that the busy season is starting to strike upon us, uh, especially with all the news that have been coming down the pipe with MMA lately. Dana White, not a good look. Anyways, nonetheless, yeah, uh, like I, I kind of alluded to with you guys at the start of the show, um, I just want to, you know, again, quick prayer to family um again these guys do this for us this is our you know our our um, entertainment but for them it's it's real life and, and it hit hard last night so uh prayers to them and uh, keep donating if you can towards that gofundme it's absolutely incredible to see what it's been doing only his his charity but for him and his family at this time he only wanted 2500 bucks and i think we're at 5.6 the last time i checked it now yep. so it's absolutely incredible how well the uh sport community 
just come around to this. And uh, shout out to Competitive Hedge for having me on last Saturday and me hitting uh, hitting the bet. So there we go. <laughs> Doesn't mean to toot his own horn, but uh, hit it though. Hit it though. Give me a hell yeah. There you go. That's for you, Andrew. That's for you. Let's uh, speaking of competitive hedge. That's right, Kenny Cotterell. That's where everybody can find you. Talk to the people. Um, I wouldn't even listen to the show right now if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> bets are not hitting. Um, ice cold to start 2023. Um, Rangers Hurricanes tonight start both their starters. Think the under six is safe. Now let's give them five three. Uh, Nashville hopefully takes care of business. I'm betting on. Ball sack state for some reason. Like I'm just really getting into the weeds here of just like terrible plays that just make no sense why I'm betting on the Northern Illinois Huskies, but, but we're here. I mean, that, that's something that I did today on the show. So um, we got this fun new soundboard that I've been using all show. Um, it's been slapping, honestly. Things it's great. And uh, it really is. Just follow me at Hedgepod. Uh, probably fade me till further notice, but like it's still in all good fun as long as you're not putting real money on it. Oh wait, you are putting real money on it, so maybe it isn't all in good fun. Um, no it's one knows my address, please. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Can I explain? Nope. No problem, Kenny. I'm very glad to have you on the show. I am your host, Ernest Silva. Add into Lab is Pod is where you're watching this on any social platform. We appreciate you. Good luck on your bets. I'll be tweeting out my one food parlay for you guys, as well as a BCMG uh, guarantee parlay. Let me leave you guys with a little bit of a baseball clip. As now, nah, I'm not going to do it. Nah, why not? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. All right, guys. Good luck this weekend. Go Cowboys. One seed in sight. Have a great one, guys. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.